You ever feel lost, uninspired, alone, or defeated? Well, I'm inviting you to some fellow dreamers for some insight. I believe dreams matter, and you have one, or two, or ten, I don't know. To tackle challenges with love instead of fear is the first step. So let's experience this together as we dive into the stills of life. Are you ready? Go with the flow. Tonight, I am lucky to not one, but two actresses, Kristen Erickson and Jenna Finley-Muller. We're going to discuss why actors choose to act when the odds are against them, but the love and passion are not. These two ladies created their own online series called Hashtag So Single, which you can currently stream on YouTube. They wrote, produced, shot, catered, and star in six mini-episodes that chronicle their own experiences mixed with some comedic twists about the constant frustration, awkwardness, and funny perils of dating. Their series just got accepted into the ITV Film Festival and the Holly Shorts Film Festival. Is that true? I always endeavor to do so, Billy. Okay, oh, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> she wants to be a part of this interview. <laughs> okay, so our listeners don't know who's Kristen and who's Jenna. I'm Kristen. I'm Jenna. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Let's start this right off the bat. Great. Okay, so why did you guys choose acting? I personally fell in love with movies at a young age. Uh, it was actually The Fifth Element where after I saw <laughs> it, I like asked my dad, Wait, how do I do that, Dad? And then he was like, do well, what? take a class. Jump out of a building? I wanted to do what Mila Jovovich was doing. J- jump into a cab? No, do the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Kick some ass. She was like kicking ass in that movie. The I should have just taken like a martial arts class or something. Instead of like element. act. Out of know? all films, that one. Yeah. That, okay. Well, I mean, I think the desire was already there before that. And then after the movie, I was like, I it just kind of clenched it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about you? I grew up uh, dancing and, and performing in theater. And so um, I guess from dance came that kind of fascination with, with acting as well, because, you know, you're putting on a performance mm-hmm. and there is some acting involved. And um, I just remember going to see plays and theater and just thinking that that looked like, a lot of fun. Do you like the attention? I'm an attention whore. Yeah, so I was that. going to say that, but she did. So. I believe that. Yeah, there's that part of it. It's fine. I mean, clearly, I've gotten all the attention that I need. I've gotten validation from all of the many pieces of work that I've been in <laughs> over the years. Blockbusters, um, long-running series on yes. network television. <laughs> so... Yeah, you know, I'm... Is that I'm sarcasm? You're content. No, I'm not being you're sarcastic. You're satisfied. Yeah. I am fascinated about actors' upbringing. So, please tell us, like, your childhood and, you know, your relationship with your parents and bullies. I was and... ignored. I was the middle child. And so I needed attention. That was Kristen speaking. <laughs> I was an only, still am an only child, so I got too much attention. Oh. Oh, and you still wanted more. I wanted to not be myself, so I wanted to act. Oh. There was a point in my childhood that I went to New Orleans with my family. Uh-huh. I think I was eight or nine years old. So ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was a very shy kid. and Of course. Yeah. 
And I um it's so funny, I was too. Were you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah not and today. And then we yeah. wanted to like act. That's weird. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I saw this mask and oh, I God. fell in love with the mask and I wore the mask around town oh, all God. day. And then I was talking to people. Oh my god. And I was like Did you have powers? Just yes, the power of power of confidence. Oh, yes. I don't know. But it was like I wasn't. <laughs> That's I where wasn't the movie myself. came from. Yeah, yeah. So there was a, a thing about so it like lit you up. And you did, this is like before you knew what acting was. Right. Yeah. Do you still have it? The mask? Yeah. Probably because... Is it green? Uh, it has feathers on it. It has some... Yeah, some green feathers Whoa. on it. I don't... My parents will probably have it at their house because they keep all of my crap. So I haven't gone back to... You should hang that on the wall. It. I should. In the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that would be creepy. <laughs> no, I like creepiness. Anyway. So, Kristen, you weren't kidding. You were ignored quite a bit. Well, I mean, somewhat kidding. I think just being a middle child, you, like, you have middle child syndrome. I don't know what that is. I'm very are you ignorant. Middle child? No, I'm the oldest out of everybody. Oh, mm. yeah. So All my cousins are younger. You were the precious child. Yeah, but look at me. I don't... You don't act like Enough you about are. me. <laughs> we're interviewing you. Today. We're talking about you. <laughs> right, right. So what is the middle child syndrome that most people can relate to? Because I, I honestly don't know what that is. It's like the first child is like the prize child. Yeah. It's like the first child. So everyone throws this big party. And then the second child, you don't even have pictures of your birth. Like <laughs> nobody cares. That's basically the middle child syndrome. That makes sense for and adopted then the third children. child, if there's a third child, is like the baby. So that's yeah. the precious baby. Uh. I sound like I have issues. It's okay. We'll, we'll unpack that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have issues too. Yeah. Were you also shy, Kristen? I was super shy. But okay. that, that, your little story reminded me of a story when I was in, when I was six. Uh, when I was six. And I went to a party and I was reenacting scenes from The Little Mermaid. I don't know how it all of a sudden came out, but that same kind of, because I was so, I was so shy. But then all yeah. of a sudden I was like, you came out of the water. Doing this little bit okay. for my friends and they were dying laughing. And that was my first like introduction to making people laugh. And I was like, this is so fun. Yeah. It lit you up, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Am I close enough to the mic? That's good. That's perfect. Six, okay. Yeah, it's six so inches. Hard. I would also, I'm remembering this now, my poor parents, my poor mom, I would force my friends to make movies with me. And so I would take my parents' video, you know, the old school big video cameras, drag it out, make my mother get out of bed at like one in the morning oh and my, my sleepovers to shoot us doing whatever stupid little movie I had you know, Me too. come up with really. Yeah. Sure. It's pretty amazing actually at that age. How old were you? Uh, I think 10, 12, 10, 11, 12 to be that creative at that age. Don't you think? So what is it about putting on different characters that fulfills you guys? I think it probably taps into some part of myself, you know, cause I think you, you resonate with different characters in different ways and, and certain things. You know, if, if you can relate to that character, it just makes it that much more fun to kind of dive in. Um, on the other side of that, playing somebody completely different than who you are is really fun, too, because then you just get to, you know, play outside of your comfort zone. 
Yeah. Yeah, I actually think it's harder to play characters that are more similar to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's easier to go really far into another character. Mm-hmm. Can you give us an example? Like... Who did you play that was so unlike you? Oh, like, um... The Witch Dahlia in... Did you ever see this? The Witch Dahlia? I played a witch. Her name was Dahlia. And it was on the CW. I'm shaking my head. (laughs) Because you haven't seen it. I played a witch. I I heard you the first time. (laughs) On? On, oh, the originals. Um, on the CW. Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to remember. Yeah, I was like, I know. I was like, wait, what am I missing here? Yeah. Thank you. And how did that feel? That was so fun. It was one of the most fun roles I've done. What did your witch want? Revenge. Okay. Over heartbreak? She was evil. Is it romance? Yeah, heartbreak from her sister. Ooh. Her sister hurt her. And you killed her? No, I stole her baby. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god this this aired yeah that's really dark yeah. mm-hmm. CW is very dark these days they have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have too many shows I can't even keep up with those banners man okay yeah so yeah that's like a character that I got to <laughs> so yeah make totally different yeah okay I'm not a witch you guys no you can just play one every right. once in a while so do you guys have like a memorable first break that kind of helped get more jobs or more attention, more auditions? I got my SAG card playing <laughs> a waitress oh. at IHOP. Oh my gosh, I didn't that know That is the most effortless way to get a SAG card. Right? I feel like I cheated the system. Uh. I was living in Dallas at the time, uh-huh. and there were a lot of commercials being shot there. It was one of the first commercial auditions I think I ever had. It was way too easy. Did you have lines? Happened. No. <laughs> so you had one commercial, and then you got your SAG card? Yeah. That was very easy. I feel like yeah. people have to... Taking a job that most actors already do. Mm-hmm. Damn. I know. I hop. Yeah. Is this I on hop. YouTube? Thanks, I hop. I have no idea. Are they paying you? Are they paying you for this this free advertisement for them? No one's paying me. (laughs) I'm not paying anybody. I'm certainly not paying you two. What about (laughs) pancakes? Pancakes? No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about burgers? They're they're doing burgers now. I (sighs) hop. I think we're giving them too much press right now. I know. I think we should reel it back in. Yeah. (laughs) So it was some unknown. Breakfast joint that I got my SAG card through. You can eat a lot of pancakes. Okay. Yeah. How old were you? Oh, I think I had just graduated from college. I think it was the second year I was living in Dallas or in Fort Worth after college. Okay. Difficult actors. That's always challenging. How do you guys get through that? Did we, we, our friends were great. We didn't deal with any difficult actors. No, but from your entire life. Oh. Mm. Professionally. Do you just kind of let it go? Or do you like put your foot down? Uh, I think I tried once with a director. And what happened? I don't feel like it went well. Oh, tell us. I just tried to kind of like speak up about character stuff. And mm. I think... I. 
think it just doesn't go down well. You have to, I don't know, I think speaking up is important, but <laughs> also not causing like any kind of weird tension on set. Because then it's just weird. Well, what did you talk to him about exactly? Who did you play? Uh, Alexa in Greenleaf. <laughs> uh, I was playing like some hussy who was like Batman. having an affair with a guy. And I don't know, she was trying to like tell me about character stuff and I didn't necessarily agree with her. But I think you kind of have to be a little agreeable because they're the director and they see... They see, like, what's going on. And I think as an actor, maybe you can get too caught up in what you think is supposed to be right. So maybe that's the lesson I learned with that. So you just went with her direction? Yeah, but I also got frustrated with her, and I think she could tell. How did it end? Mm, not, it was just kind of like me avoiding anything. I think I snapped at her. If you did, you oh, would yeah, remember Oh, yeah, she was that. telling me to do something that I was already doing, and I was like, I'm doing that. <laughs> That's what I That's did. how you snapped? Yeah. And I was like, I'm happened? doing that. Uh, I think she just... Then she like was like, okay, we'll do it again. Like, okay. she snapped back. So it just kind of like creates weird tension on set. Is this like a one-day thing with her, or... Uh, no, she was there days? for the episode, so I was working with her for maybe a week or... Two weeks, yeah. Oh, jeez. Hmm. And now you guys are besties? Uh, hardly. Director was me. Yeah. <laughs> I knew we it. created a show together. She's just snickering Sometimes while you were telling that story. opposites attract, you know? Yeah. You know, I totally believe that. Um, most of my life I thought similar people attract, but... I don't think that's the case. You don't really learn much. Mm-mm. No. You don't really, your experience is kind of dull. Yeah, like, what if you were with another passive person, if you're passive? Then you're like, what do you want to do? I don't know. Yeah. What do you want to do? do? (laughs) I don't know. What do you want to do? You want to get tacos? I don't feel like tacos. (laughs) How about Italian food? What do you want to eat? Anything. Okay, let's get pizza. (laughs) No, I don't want pizza. (laughs) No one would get anywhere. That's so true. Um, Okay. Okay, well, thanks for sharing that story. Yeah, I hope. How about you? You got a nightmare you can talk about publicly without getting sued or framed? <laughs> that or, I don't know. Or assassinated? Know. That I don't know. There must be at least one. I, I've, I've gotten notes on material before uh, from producers that it, I didn't agree with. But you... I remember it being this this conversation of, you know, because you try to come to a, an agreement of the best choice for the scene. Yeah. And and, and how that's going to play out through the rest of the story. Yeah. And you hope that you're all on the same page about that, but if you're not, when it comes down to the details and pulling a string and a sweater and, a, you know, things start to unravel, I just remember... Everyone gets naked. Yeah, that... Um, yeah, that. And and then that's where the story ends. Yeah. Um, Damn, what movie is this? <laughs> no, no, no. It was, uh, it was a project right. I worked on a few years ago. But um, Well, let me ask you this. In, yeah. Before you start shooting, you guys have multiple discussions, right? 
Did this that... actually never went to production. This was all development oh. hell. Yes. Well, you saved some time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you get compensated at least? Uh, for this particular one, no. No. And that, I think, happens more often than not. Um, well, they're all done now. You're trying to, yeah. yeah. But it, 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 it was a lesson in the sense of no more free work, in a sense, uh, of, uh-huh. like, in certain situations. Sometimes you have That's to That's what do. you declared? To yourself? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because um, you have self-worth. Yeah, and at a certain point, I think, it, you know, there's there, there's favors you'll do for friends in the industry. There's things like that, of course, you know, it's it, that's different. Um, but on projects where you should be getting compensated for your time, I think sometimes people tend to take advantage of that situation. Yeah, I do. I mean, they do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You take advantage of People? I don't do anything. Oh, right. Okay. Right. You've seen me. Do I do anything dark? Don't answer that. Anyway, does yeah. it... <laughs> is it helpful to be attractive? To be an actor? I don't know how to answer that. Can and... <laughs> well, it's very, like, subjective, right? So Right. Um, is there's it a lot of character actors that work a lot yeah I have a very unique look uh, you know yeah. I think there's this idea that I have in my head that you have to be out of this world gorgeous you do or, or the character actor type in order to like work consistently. sure mm. there's the leading the star the in between feels hard and mm-hmm. I maybe am putting myself in the in between like I feel like an in betweener that's good right no, I'm saying that those don't work as much. <laughs> I think actually because there's yeah. more of them. I think girl next door types. I mean, they're you... more of the girl next door. Right. Type. Yeah. So then maybe it's more competitive. I like yeah. girl next door. You like girl next door? Yeah, I'll watch it. Well, sure, yeah. but there's so many of us, and so it's competitive. Yeah. So you ask for prosthetics. You ask for wigs. You ask for glasses. For for what to be the character type? Yeah. And if you want to be a leading star, you ask. Well, they already have hair. You get hot. <laughs> you get plastic surgery. Now, okay. So Don't do that, children, if you're listening to this. Children. We okay. children. <laughs> Anyone under 25, don't do slur- surgery. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so you can either be a leading star or a character actor. Now... I don't think that that's a fact. I know that there's an exception to the rule. I'm just saying it seems easier to work. I mean, let's face it, we see this in Hollywood quite a bit. You can either be Paul Giamatti or you can be Hugh Jackman, right? Now, one or the other can't really cross over to the other. Maybe occasionally, but uh, it's rare, right? Mm -hmm. So do you think there's always a downside for either of that kind of genre of actors? Hmm. We know the upside. What do you mean? So character actors, I think they probably get more work, right? That's that's what I'm kind of feeling. More consistently, it feels yeah. Like. I think they play. Yeah, yeah. They can play ordinary. They can play outrageous. They can play freaks, um, or super dull, but interesting all the time. Mm. So, I, I I just thought of Paul Giamatti because mm. he's one of my favorites, mm-hmm. and um, so. Well, speaking of which, before we get into your show. I want to get a little bit more personal. 
So. This is scary. Of course it's scary. It's me. <laughs> I scare people away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially with the Batman voice. No. Not at all. No. Jenna. <laughs> Jenna, don't do it. You do it, I'm going to jump out the window. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Okay, okay, okay. Just, just hydrate for now. So do you, what, what would happen if you guys can't act anymore? Mm. I mean, you guys love it so much. Because I question about myself, about my own passion, too. So if not this... Well, Jenna's actually transitioned very nicely into writing. Are you answering for her? Sorry. I'm going to answer for you, too. Yeah. We can actually flip-flop yeah. it now. We'll I'll answer, answer her question. I'm so confused yeah. now. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, it's true. Um, Do I look I, at her and listen to you? Yes. Have one eye on her. Sorry, you can answer for you. No, that was, a, that was perfect. That was... Yes, <laughs> because... Um, you know, I, I still act, I still audition. I, I really enjoy acting in, in something I've written, like our show. Mm -hmm. But I have made more of the transition in the past few years to focus on, on writing. Features? Mm hmm And in TV and highlights. What kind of genres? Comedy. Yeah. Man, comedy. Yeah. You chose the hardest genre. I know. I'm not good at the other stuff. I've tried it. It doesn't work. Drama? Yeah. I I did a podcast with Cameron Fay. He said the same thing. Who's Cameron Fay? I don't know. <laughs> Some guy I met on the street. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah, sure, man. Yeah. I'll do it. Great. Yeah, come on in. He sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. So he, uh, he chose and loves writing comedy. Yeah. And I think it, it goes without saying that it's the hardest genre to write. I cry over it. <laughs> Many a night. Fetal position. Yeah. It's a love-hate relationship. How do you know what's funny for an audience? I don't think you can. I think you have to just listen to your instincts on what feels right for you. Do you use uh, real life most of the time? or uh, A lot of the fiction? time. Fiction. A lot of the time. A lot of the time? Yeah. So you have hilarious friends and family? They think They think hilarious. they're funny? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So, you just make it funnier. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had a woman who always asked me that. Really? What? Yeah. About making things funnier? No, she was, I, I, she was joking, of course, but it was so, at the same time, very convincing. She was like, you think you're funny? Whoa. <laughs> but she was grinning while she was saying oh. that. So I was like, uh, And did you go, yeah? Yeah, I do. I, I took a long pause and I said, No. <laughs> <laughs> That was Kristen, by the way. <laughs> that was pretty deep. No, I take a long pause and I just go, yeah. Oh, well, it's so opposite from Batman, but yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so how, you're writing. How's that going? How it's, does your agent feel about that? Which agent? I don't know. Acting agent? I don't know. You I, tell me. I have, I have an acting agent. I have a, a theatrical. That's what an acting agent is. <laughs> do you have a writing agent? To a writing, a writing agent. agent. I do have a writing agent. <laughs> yes. How many scripts have you written? She's doing really well. She so might not want to say it, but she's doing really well, writing-wise. Thank you, friend. Um, Tell us what you sold. <laughs> That's the question and, you're not supposed to ask. And yeah. where, where are we going to dinner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when the check comes in, I'll let you know. Um, so you sold something? No, there's things that are close to things, but yeah. you know, but not 
Not yet. But money's involved. It will be involved. Wired? Am I wired right now? No. no I had coffee earlier. But no. <laughs> are, they, are they wiring the money right now as we speak? I doubt it. <laughs> I'm like, if so, we got to celebrate. Let's go yeah. out. Um, Can you tell us what, the, what it's about? Well, what, no, there's not one specific one that's like right there. That was me. Just there, there, She's had a lot of projects that have gotten like so close to that selling point. Features? Right. Yeah. Feature-wise. How many features have you made? TV-wise. I only were just talking about this. I know. I think it's around so five or six. Five or six? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you write fast. It, I've been writing for a long time. There's, oh. there's been years involved in the process of it all. Now, here is something about marriage. You let your husband read them. I don't really subject him to that. But if he wants to read them, he... Do you he want does. him to read them? Sure. Yeah. But what are you afraid of? You know, I think there's this... You know, I, I, I really respect his opinion... Uh, and, and if he says, this is shit. Right. Then. That would kill me. Then the Batman voice comes out and it, it and you then, know. And voice. then he's on the news and right. you're, you're on the news yeah. and then Kristen's calling me like. Uh-huh. Something's wrong. Jenna's yep. lost it. And it's just not pretty. So you, you w- would want feedback from him or you wouldn't want feedback from him? Well, we've gone through this at to this point, we, we've experienced it to where he has read, read something. something and then he's had notes <laughs> and there's, I love this. Story. And there's a little bit of a, cause the very first time he Bickerman. said, sounds, sounds negative right here's now. some thoughts, but because I was coming from such a protective place, right. And, you know, just a, uh, yeah, you're sensitive. Right. About the work, you know. Yeah. About how, and your much... husband is supposed to love everything you do. Of course. Yes. Um, if not... But the thing about him that I just totally appreciate is he's honest. And he will be honest. So I know that if it's a positive comment, feedback on something script-wise, it's, it's true. You know, he's not going to yeah. you know, blow smoke. So that's a good quality. Yeah. But we've gotten to a point now where I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I love your feedback, and he knows how to, like, approach the feedback. The so was it that just that one time? Uh, I don't well, know, six scripts, were, you only showed him one? Well, there were, <laughs> it was a script I was working on at the time, because these other ones had been written in years before I met Why can't too. you read those? So, and did you ask him for feedback, or you just were like, read it and enjoy it? And then he gave you feedback. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I, I think it was. No, this is a very serious thing. I really need to know because there is that side of that moral support. Mm-hmm. But if a story doesn't, you know, you don't get it. Right. You got to say something. And it wasn't the story. It was something that didn't make sense. You can get so in the weeds with a script and, and you have to have outside eyes on it at a certain point. And, um, yeah. That's how are you now with that? Are you open-minded? Yes. Okay. I've, I've learned to not be so protective of the work, you know? Okay. This is a real hypothetical. And mm-hmm. I want you to answer honestly. What if you didn't like all six scripts? 
then I would think he did not have very good taste. Still that's defensive. Good. That's good. <laughs> that's, it's honest, though. I think that's good. You should be that confident about your work where you can say, well, your does opinion it sucks. <laughs> does it matter? Or just different. Like, that we would, it would be clear that we both have different tastes in what we think is funny, but I know that we have a very similar sense of humor, so I don't think that would ever happen. I had a very bizarre opposite experience. Hmm. Like, um... With your ex-wife? Yes, number three. <laughs> Kristen, thank you for bringing that up. He doesn't have an ex-wife. Oh. Jeez, <laughs> that would be sad. If, no. Oh, yeah. He's dead. Ah. Oh. Um, <laughs> gosh, the last short film I made was two years ago already. And uh, I wrote it together with... Um, a woman that I was dating at the time. Mm. It was her idea, actually, uh, the basic premise. And then um, she she loved the first like draft of it, right? and she said that she got a little emotional. And then I did a very little tweaking after it, just in what I thought was making it better. And I think it was. And then closer to shooting, um, just by bad luck we have a, a big argument mm. but not about the film it was about something between us but after we patched that up um like a day before shooting she was like saying she wasn't so sure about the script mm. like she was mm. like i don't know something's missing or you know something's just off or whatever. and you know we're about to start shooting and that's not something i want to hear you know, right before. Um, but anyway, we shot it in a weekend, um, cut it up, and then, um, and I would edit it every day, right, for like two weeks, I think. Um, we had to rush it, by the way. So it was going well, and uh, I tried to like tighten it and tighten it because the script was long already, and I was trying to make the film shorter. And whenever she would like come over, um, I would just kind of like hide it so that, you know, I was kind of insecure. Like, what is she going to say mm. if she saw like a scene that I was cutting or if she saw a still? But it was her film too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was our film. Yeah. Know? And, um, but something kind of extraordinary happened where she was, um, she was very in a positive and bubbly and smiling and said, oh, I want to see what you did. And then I showed it to her, and then she was super supportive, and I think she was proud. She didn't say much. Um, she doesn't really express much, but uh, it was it was pleasant. Mm-hmm. And then, so she saw an early cut from beginning to end, and she liked it. Mm. And then I think a few days later, I was still working on it. And then, I, I guess after a day, she came over again, and then, let's watch it again. Ooh. And I was like... I was like, oh, 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 okay, yeah, sure. And then I kind of watched her watch it, and she was, she was smiling here and there during some of the scenes. And it's not like a happy film, mm-hmm. if, anyone, if anyone has seen it. Mm. I haven't. So it's, it's weird how the reversal happened to me. That's, mm-hmm. That almost never happens, right? Right, where you were dealing with these nervous feelings, and then she actually liked it. Yeah, she surprised you in her reaction. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. So, 
Now that we got that out of the way, let's get real. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Need to have a quick little cry. Let's get real with what all these L.A. natives and foreigners are busy doing, Mm. is dating. Mm. Why is this so important to us? Because everyone's trying to find their person. Their? Yeah. (laughs) Tell me your worst day, Krista. He, we went to dinner and it was fine. Dinner was fine. But like going back to his house was probably not the best idea. And was this a first date? No, it was maybe the second date. Second date? You went to his place? Yeah. That's not crazy. Some people go on the first date. They were going to talk. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we did. With what? Your tongues? (laughs) I mean, there was some kissing involved, but... Yeah, I want. I wanted to go. Like I was ready to go, and I was like, "All right." You still look like you want to go. <laughs> I did. I even said, "Like, all right, I gotta get going." And he's like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait hold on. Well, why did you say that? Why did I say I want to go? Well, yeah, you walked in, and what did you see that made you? No, like, we had like a drink. I think we had a drink, or maybe one drink. What and was then it? I was like, "Okay, I'm ready to go." It was a beer. And I was just ready to go. I wanted to leave. But he was like, wait, wait, let me show you my room. No. <laughs> this is a trap. And I was young and naive and I felt How old it. were you? I wasn't that young. I was like 26? 27? No, no, no. No, I wasn't 26. I was in a serious relationship at that time. I was like 28. Okay, you finished the beer, but what alarmed you to say, I gotta go? What did you see? I was just ready to go. Nothing. I just was, like, not into the date, and I was ready to go. Oh, so you reluctantly went to his place? Yeah, I think I was, like, feeling... Was he your ride? Is that why? (laughs) Oh, my house... Oh, my car was at his house. Oh, no. Well, okay. And we went to dinner together, I think. And then... I don't remember. This is hard to remember all the details. Mm -hmm. You blocked it out. Yeah, I blocked it out. It wasn't that long ago. Come on. 28? I was like... (laughs) I'm not going to (laughs) say. So, did you see his room? Uh, yeah, and he was like, let me show you my room. Were there chains and whips like, involved? I, I mean, what did you I see? Like, no, he was like nicely decorated. Uh, and I even said, <laughs> like, oh, it's Hearts? so nicely. You decorate it so nicely. He's like, thanks. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> and then I think it just went downhill from there. And he like Literally. started giving me a massage. And I was oh like, my oh God. God, I don't want to get out of here. And then like, like put me down onto the bed. And I was like, oh my God, I want to get out of here. <laughs> he, he pushed you? Uh, he didn't push me. He just like, you know, I was going with it. So technically it's not really fair. I wasn't saying like, no, I was just like, okay. I was like going along with it. This is all about like hashtag me too. Well, it's because you didn't probably feel like you wanted to hurt his feelings. Exactly. By saying, I feel I gotta go. Yes. But not how old, old Kristen was definitely like this. I was always worried about hurting guys' feelings. And so I just let that all happen. And then he was starting to do like weird, with clothes on, weird like humping thrust moves like behind me as he was giving me a massage. And I'm like, oh my what God. the fuck is going on? I wanted to get out of there so bad. Oh my God. And finally. Sounds aggressive. Yeah. This guy like, sounds like me. Yeah. He tried to go further. And at that point I was like, I'm sorry, I, I need to, I need to go. And that, at that point I was like. Did he try to undress you? I had a dog too. So that was a good excuse. I was like, I gotta go. Yeah. He was like trying to get more into it. Did you see him again? It was just very uncomfortable. I wanted to get out. Did you ever bump into him again? 
Not literally, but did you <laughs> see him in public? I did, I did. You did? Yeah. What, tell us about that. Well, I don't think he thought it was weird. I don't think... Mm. Yeah, because he does it every day. Maybe. To a new prey. I, well, yeah, I think he just thought, like, I wasn't into him because I wanted Why to Why haven't you guys shot this? I want to see this episode. Huh? Wait, what my what I'm descri- describing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we good. His name is? It's a good episode. Oh, I'm not saying. Hello. His name is Cameron Faye. Yeah, oh God, that's disturbing. <laughs> this is now a soap opera. Who is that again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my sister's husband. <laughs> oh, right, I, I think I met him. This just took a dark turn. Uh, yeah, creepy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's a great story. That's not as good as mine, but... Oh. Uh, is that was the worst one? Is it a good story? I don't know. It's funny. It makes me uncomfortable <laughs> even retelling it. Oh, is it funny? Oh, if good. Jenna, we'll make it an episode. If Jenna adds some sugar and cream on top, this could be really funny. Let's hear your bad mm. story, Jenna. Oh. Yeah, Jenna. The married one. Here. I know, right? Um, um, is it with your husband? <laughs> no. Before marriage, right? Uh, Unless course. you date on the side. I don't know. No, none of that. None of that. Nonsense. that craziness honestly I think I've just blacked all of it out you know these yeah. things happen and they just wow, scar, they can do scar that. you and then yeah honestly I'm sitting here going I don't remember and I think it's because they do I'm scar scarred. you they scar you and you don't want to have triggers to those flashbacks no nobody wants that okay men that. suck they oh. do suck a lot of stuff <sighs> Not all men are bad, but... Oh, that's so nice. She had to say that because she's married. (laughs) But it's true. No, it's true. Not all men are bad. No, I don't think so. But just learn a lesson from my story, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when a boy says, come see my room, you run. You run. (laughs) Yeah. Don't go. Mm -hmm. If you want to get out of there, stand up for yourself and be like, I got to go home. You got to put this into your show. Why? What do you mean, why? Well, I did put it into something else. I wrote it into a feature that I made. See? Oh, you're writing a feature? Mm-hmm. Is it done? Uh-huh. I mean, rewrites, obviously. Okay. Well, let's talk about your show. <laughs> oh, wow. We're finally to that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm sorry. It took so long. <laughs> That's all we were talking about. And then we went into personal dating or drama well that's the fun stuff yeah, right that's true yeah, yeah. so true. why now why come up with this show so single hashtag so single hashtag SOS save me from these bad dates no what? it's not SOS to me it's SOS but it's supposed to be lowercase you spelled it wrong we can discuss this some other time <laughs> There's, it's very specific the way it's supposed to be spelled your face is turning red so, so. single so single how we came up with this show yeah Please. It was inspired by our own depression. Yeah. We were both single at the same time, hitting the town, having these bad dates that yeah. I just described. Um, How long ago? That was, was this? literally probably the same time that like it all came up. Yeah. I mean, you're How married, so this was years this was ago. Like a few years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe like. Yeah. Three. Mm-hmm. I'd say okay. like four or five years ago, maybe. Okay. What's the common denominator as far as like why these dates, why you, the two of you just couldn't find the right guy? I actually think, oh, yeah, go ahead. That's a different question. You go ahead. I'm the but one But she found the right guy. <laughs> well, it's I'm like I... still so single. Chris Pratt, are you out there? 
Yeah, he's listening. Give me a call. He's my only listener, by the way. (laughs) 818. He's actually in the room (laughs) waiting for you. Oh, my God. He does have a a nice voice. Here's a a smart question, which I think is a smart question. Mm -hmm. There's like a thousand idiots out there making fictional dating stories, Mm -hmm. right? I don't know why. Maybe they're natural entertainers. Maybe they're narcissists. I don't know. So... Why you guys? What makes you stick out? Why should I care? Well, I think we were just constantly making fun of ourselves and we were like, so single. And then we came up with a little song, That's a little so doodly do. And I'm shedding a tear right now. About the doodly do? All of this right now. Oh, yeah. Well, but it was like, but it was funny because it became kind of like we took a bad photo together with like our eyes closed and we're like haha look at us we're so single so it was like yeah. not even just our that was a scary lives. tone just now but we're what? so single we're so single we're so, so single okay. do I have a tone now do you ever ask yourself is it all all the men suck or is it me you ever ask yourself that well you might not anymore <laughs> I still matter but yeah <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. But you should, but, okay. No, I'm no fun. expert, but you should still be dating your husband. Yeah. I, I don't think all men suck. I don't think that's the case. I but think... there was a period in your life where you were like, all these men suck. Because one, one, two, or three are bad, and you apply that to all men, right? No. You never had that? No. It's the plane crash effect. I always have the when people, hope that there's a good When guy CNN says, these three planes went down this year. And then when you're talking about it over drinks, someone will always say, what's with all these plane cra- planes crashing? And then you're like, no, no, just three. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That makes no, sense. No, see, I don't, I don't think that's that, the case. That I still dashing? have the hope. I still have hope that I'm going to find my person. So you're saying it's just a string of bad Chris luck. Huh? Chris Pratt's sleeping next door. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's why I was whispering. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You'll stand over his bed pretty soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Coming. Yeah. <laughs> no. Did you have any good dates? It sounds like they're all bad. Yeah. No. No. They're not all bad. I yeah. think the actually a lot. I went on so many dates last year off of like Bumble and Tinder, and Tinder? they're not bad. Or you not, gotta get not off Tinder. Tinder. Not Tinder. Don't get on but Tinder. It was Bumble and what's Hinge. the other one? No, it wasn't Hinge. Even I don't know. Maybe this. it was just Bumble. Okay, so I only went on Bumble. You did dates. the Bumble thing. And none of them were like crazy story, weird, bad. You just don't have a connection. <laughs> crazy story, weird, weird, bad. You just don't. You meet guys and you're like, okay, it's not a match. Yeah. Like that's basically all that happens through my last year of dating. Now, like, with the really bad ones, with the really bad ones, you write it down. No. I Did should. you? It's etched into our memories. Yeah, yeah. Clearly not mine, but Kristen's. I thought you were trying right. to block them out. Right. No, I write about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like whenever I have a vivid dream, I write it down. Mm-hmm. Even if it's going to like compromise same. my eyes in the dark, mm-hmm. I same. do it. Because mm-hmm. I keep having the same dream about the same person mm-hmm. for almost a year now. Whoa. Is it an ex? Mm-hmm. That we can yes. talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to see like waterfalls. <gasps> but anyway, um, we're here for you, though. <laughs> thank you. I see her like once every five years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we just met. But it's, yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's fine. We're we're still supportive okay. in this moment. Yeah. 
So, a string of bad dates, some good ones. Um, it sounds like they just never progress to like yeah, date three, Yeah, it's more just like not five. finding your match. You know, like you see people and you're like, whoa, they're meant for each other. Like her and her husband. You're like, they're meant for each other. Are you sure? I haven't found that. Am I sure? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Do you know they're what married. you want? Yeah. Okay. She does. She's actually, she's very... I write it down multiple that. times. You got your future desire all lined out? Uh, Husband-wise? Yeah, just your general future. And, you know, your romantic partner. No, because I think if you map it out too clearly, then it's like you're going to be set up no, I mean, for something disappointment. Simple. No, just something like really generic. Like, I want to be married. I want to have this many children. I want this uh, job. Kids are still like I want that damn Porsche. How many dates have you gone on with the same person uh, in the past year? Before, so, like, calling it off? Yes. <laughs> Collectively? When, you, yeah. when, when you, were, you were a serial dater last year, yeah. <laughs> how far did you get with one person? Probably, like, seven dates, eight dates. That's a lot. Yeah. Why did that die? I knew it wasn't right. Why? His blood type? Uh, I'm nervous to say. <laughs> His height? I'm like, who, he's not going to hear this. He has no mama? No, no, none of that. I just, it wasn't a match. I was like, mm, I don't like that personality trait. What was it? And I got out. Uh, it was a little bit of like a cockiness. But uh, I think that was actually ultimately just an excuse to get out of it. Because I, I think... Your ulti- excuse? Yeah, I think ultimately I didn't like him. I don't think I liked him. Are you hard to please? Maybe. She knows what she's... I know what I want. Chill. Chill. (laughs) We're out of here. Chill. 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 But do you... Are you still open-minded? Can you forgive certain... can Can you get past certain things? Well, I think if they're... Like... Like, he could be a great guy, but it's Personality issues. No, I can't get past that. Snoring? Oh, snoring? I mean, oh. Just for example, oh, he like could be a great guy, like but he's a snorer. Oh, I mean, that's fine. I mean, you'd you, have to fall asleep just first. Get earplugs. Right. <laughs> yes. I think there's ways around that, right? Well, if it was like the love of my life, Chris Pratt, and he <laughs> snores, then. Then you're like, snore all you right. want, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> snore away. I'll sit on your face. I'll do whatever I have to. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, well, here's a funny thing. My aunt and uncle are happily married. But they sleep in separate bedrooms. Well, Maybe that's why they're happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because he's a snore. Not, ah, yeah. not a bad idea. Mm. Then you don't. If you can afford it, each do other, it. Right? I mean, right. that's like the 30s. They're actually going back to how it used to be back then. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love oh. Lucy era. What are you looking You're for like in a man? I'm your mom right now. I, I am your mom. It. I still believe in magic. Thank you, Jenna. I'm sure he's got magic this in his This is why pants. we work together. She believes in me. Tell me what you want in a man. Funny, um, kind, respectful. She's curling her fingers like it's a baseball Chris count. Chris Brett? Yeah. <laughs> That's an adjective, right? A good tipper? Uh, well, yeah, because I feel like that kind of maybe is like goes with respect. Hmm. Not all the time. No? No. Uh, I don't know what's on my list. American? Citizen? No, that's not, doesn't exclusively have to be an American citizen. But it makes, I don't know what you're doing with your chin, but (laughs) that that does make it easier if you you want to have a future with somebody, right? 
Yeah, I mean, what? I don't know. What if he has to go away like nine months at a time? He has to go back to New Zealand or whatever. Oh my god. Yeah, New Zealand, yeah. Yeah. Then maybe I have to go with him. No. You want to go to New Zealand? She can't. (laughs) You'll be so bored. I mean, preferably it would be nice to date someone who is... You're saying all the cliche things, which... What? There are a lot of guys like that. Uh, Do you want me to be more specific? Yes. Uh, Six foot or taller? Thank God. What that I'm, that I'm chill, chill. <laughs> I'm gonna have to that I'm human. Uh, that I'm uh, specific. You're getting green now. Continue. Draw, well, drug free. Drug? I don't know. Drug, you don't know. Drug free. What is, well, like what is, pot. Like pot is not. I don't. I don't know yet <laughs> if pot's a deal breaker. Mm. I don't you smoke pot. It's legal now. I don't smoke pot. But you have to know that. I know, and now. I feel like it is. And I've said that in the past, that it's a deal breaker. What if they do it like once a year? That's a lot. Then that's not a big deal to me. But it's if they have to smoke it every day to like... If it's every day, that's a deal breaker. Function? Yeah. Chris Pat, let's say he smokes every day. You still want him? I'll make an exception for you. Okay, so you're a big hypocrite. <laughs> um, what, what All else of do it you goes want? out the window. Yeah, everything goes out the window. Well, I say that kids are a deal breaker and he has a kid. Hmm. Are you afraid that kids might cause a breakup? Hmm. Do you have that? No. No. Because I probably wouldn't get into a relationship that would go that far if he had kids. Hmm. Except for Chris Pratt. Again, he's the exception to Why are we still Can talking we about it? Can title this podcast episode Chris Pratt? <laughs> can I legally do that? If I can, can I would. tag him in whatever you post It'd be like on? talking with Kristen and Jenna about Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Yeah. I would get so <laughs> many views. Because yeah. it's really not about our show. No. It's been about right. Chris Pratt. Featuring Chris Pratt. Right. And you would get a lot of <laughs> views. Listens. Yeah. Have you liked all of his Instagram photos? A lot of them. You didn't He's go... all about that farm life. It's okay. I don't stalk you. Farm life in Hawaii? Uh-huh. No. Somewhere else. What else, somewhere. what else do you want in a guy? What else do you want in a guy? Religious. Yeah, I prefer Christian. And oh man, Kristen's not even drinking anything, and she keeps mentioning it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's getting so old now. Like the joke was done ten Chris True. Pratt's ago. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> What if you did meet a guy like that, but he had like a dead end job? That would be hard. I think having, I don't want to date myself. (laughs) (laughs) Do you love yourself? Uh, No. (laughs) I can't tell if you're joking anymore. (laughs) Well, uh, no, I think that's, that's a good question. I don't. I, I think I struggle with loving myself. I've told okay. Jenna, I think I've told my family this. What gets in the way? Doubt? Yeah. Cynicism? Doubt, insecurity, not feeling good enough, not feeling like I'm doing enough. So. Do you love yourself, Jenna? Hmm. She does. She has six scripts that she's going to sell. <laughs> she does. Uh, she thinks she's awesome. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Explain to explain to these millennials what is self love, without because if you say it right off the bat, I think it's safe to say most people assume that's an arrogant thing. Mm. 
go, I love myself. Look at what I'm wearing. Look how I'm feeling. You can just feel it by looking at me. Feeling yourself. Look at my car. Look what I worked hard for. Feeling yourself. You're, you're feeling but yourself. What is the definition to you guys, girls, ladies? Now? Um, of self-love? Yeah. Because I strongly believe you need to start with that first. You totally do, but I think it's I a lifelong pursuit. I think it can look different in every stage of life. But What does it mean to you? Being content with where you are, what you have. Or it's, it, it comes down to, I guess, that's gratitude, I guess is what I was explaining. But self-love is just accepting yourself for who you are and where you're at now. And who be, you're going to be. And, and be okay with it. Right. So, Kristen, we're going to get you a guy. Okay. So you want a six-foot-tall, funny, kind Christian, which doesn't sound Great. too hard. Which church are you going to? Is it a oh, church of, like, the, three? Here's the missing link. Um, what is it? Because I think you can find a lot of those, what I was just describing. It's also a compatibility with somebody where you're like, whoa, I can talk to them for hours. Yeah. And I love talking to them. That's the best. And I don't think you can find that very easily. Hmm. I think that that's the hard part that yeah. can is missing. I think you could easily find a guy that I was describing, but I think the compatibility and connection is what is most important. Do you think there's a misconception that um, to be compatible with someone, you got to find someone like yourself? Uh, no. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Yet. Maybe. What do you think, Jenna? How are you and your husband? Are you guys super different? We're pretty different. You are? Yeah. And you're filling in the gaps with each other, with new experiences? Yes, he's actually a lot better at that than I am. I'm trying to be better about... You're still stubborn, aren't you? What? Nothing. Huh? No. No, no I'm not. Huh? What? Um, yeah, I think it's important to do that, and I'm trying to be better about planning things for us to do that interest me and involving him in that. Because we both are very independent people. And yeah. we have our own passions and things that we work on and do. And, and so it's like being conscious of that and trying to share things. But, um, yeah, it, we're, we are. We're opposite in, in a lot of ways. Kind of how we, we – he's very practical. He's very black and white. He's very analytical. We are, yeah. I'm, You're more yeah. of a dreamer. Yes. <laughs> and are you more spontaneous? Uh, or is he? No, he's more spontaneous. Okay. He, he, yeah, he's uh, an adventurous type. Yeah. I'm kind of a homebody. But I'm now not. you have some adventure spirit. Yes. He's pulled it out of you. Mm-hmm. No, he's mm-hmm. put it in her. Oh, that yeah. sounds... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, no. Like it just... Yeah, I'm talking about adventure went right Went to now. the gutter, we are saying. What? Yeah. Oh, yes, adventure. Hiking. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he says jumping. he sails. Sails? He flies. He, sails. he does a lot of things that I'm like, what do you even do? What, you know, he just what do you mean flies? He's a pilot. He's very impressive. He's not Tom Cruise? He's definitely not Tom Cruise. <laughs> definitely not into <laughs> if, if he was, you, yeah. would, you, would, you would barely see him. Um, true. Okay. True, true. All right, Kristen, we're going to find you a compatible man who, do you want someone, but someone totally different from you, right? Right? 
Right? Why don't totally about different totally. than me? But different, right? Different well, enough. Different, yeah. Yes. What if he was younger than you? I can't date that much younger. Let your ego drop, girl. Well, I what? don't think I it's a the, good idea. I actually think... Think... <laughs> Is that what I sound like? Yeah. <laughs> That's not bad. I don't... I think age Everyone thinks you're drunk right good. now. I'm not. What is so the problem? Um, wait, what's age differences? Let's say you're 30, he's 27. I mean, is nope. it, does it really matter? Yes. Like what That's has he, not that big of a What has he yet to experience? No, but the 27 thing. Oh, yeah. Guys yeah, yeah. in their 20s. No. Are like, hot. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, but hot. The maturity level thing. Yes. I mean, I've heard from I've guys, dated younger. I've dated like yeah. very young. They don't, guys. How? Oh, oh, that's no, right. not very young, but... I remember, yeah. I met him. Maybe like six, seven years younger. Mm. Yeah, that's oh, hot. Yeah. No, I think it's just, like you said, the maturity level is... Yeah, different. It's different. I also think it can go the other direction. Like, if you date too old, you're just on different mm-hmm. playing fields. You're mm-hmm. in different stages of life, and sometimes that's not mm-hmm. compatible. Yeah. Okay. That's what I find. Let's talk about texting. Hmm. What is going on with younger people where texting can suddenly die or you're waiting days? Oh, like the fade away? Yeah. The ghosting? ghosting. What are the kids calling it? I want to know from a woman's perspective because I got my own frustration. When I was dating, I went through a stretch where it's uncomfortable. You you weren't feeling it, this person. And so I'm guilty of doing the ghosting. And then I kind of came to the other side of that and said, this isn't fair. And I started forcing myself to actually have a conversation of, it was great to meet you, but I didn't feel a connection. It was hard. That's not a fun thing to have to tell somebody. But then the other person appreciated it. So I, I did the ghosting thing because it was the easy thing to do. Yeah. But once I did the other thing, you find out people are cool. People appreciate that. I yeah. would want that. And I realized I would want somebody to be like, I'm not feeling it. And then you're not waiting. You're not wondering what they yeah, yeah what they want. Yeah. Do you like that, Kristen? Heck yeah. When I the guys up front. Doing- like, hey, I'm not interested anymore. I would prefer them to tell me. And that's why I started doing what Jenna was saying. I started being clear. If I, if I wasn't into them, I would tell them and not just disappear. Because you deserve See, I don't see that. Yeah, I don't see that at all these days. Really? With, with yeah. women? Well, I'm not... Yeah. <laughs> when I did a little bit of dating, um, just here and there, not so seriously, but... Um, Texting has kind of felt like the new email where you're waiting oh. you're waiting several hours, maybe even a couple of days at oh. the most. And then when you follow up, they it's always the same reaction, like, I'm busy, I forgot. Hmm. One or the other. And you have to give the benefit of the doubt. I think that's a clear doubt. sign that somebody's not into you. Yeah. That's how I feel if somebody doesn't, mm-hmm. if somebody doesn't text me back or respond in like a few days, I'm like... Yeah. They're not thinking about me. Yeah. And the weirder ones are when you actually do have a dialogue that goes on for a few days. Mm-hmm. And then there's that fade. Mm. So 
there's only one possible explanation. It's like one of those two found somebody else, right? Maybe so. Right. And do you guys come across that a lot? I'm trying to remember. Oh, you blocked it out. Fading. Where one of us does the slow fade? Yeah. Yeah. You've been guilty of that? Uh, or it's been done to you. I'm sure I have done it before. Uh-huh. I don't remember when. But it's it's been done to me. <laughs> For sure. What do you do? Especially when it's someone you really like. I really liked both these people. Um, it's happened a couple times. Recently? I think you just are heartbroken. You're like, I thought you were really into me. I'm confused yeah. now. You feel just... a little let on. Yeah. Yeah. That happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about this trend of like, um, not just dating, but with friends, family, coworkers, um, just being unresponsive. And when you do get a response, it's usually the same claim. Like, I've been really busy. That I think is an excuse. Because I don't believe. Wait, with friends? If you anybody. Anybody you, you, anybody you already have a connection with. Yeah, so friends, colleagues, whatever. Um, and they're, they just say, I've, re- I've been really busy. Yeah. You believe them? Well, I think if they're a close friend, yeah. If, if it's con- a continual thing, then I probably wouldn't invest much time into it. Mm-hmm. I would just be like, Because mm. it's hard to start a friendship if you're always like, Rescheduling with somebody. Yeah. Or keep a friendship going, yeah. But more so, like, start a new one. If it's, like, mm-hmm. if, if it was, like, Jenna, and she was, like, I'm so sorry, September is crazy, I won't be able to socialize with you at all, then I'm, like, okay. Mm. You're not going to go away. Yeah. Do you ask yeah. to reschedule, or do you wait for that person to bring up the rain check? It's kind of, like, testing. I think after testing. a certain time, I think if somebody, if somebody responds five different times and says, I'm busy. Let's reschedule. Five's a lot. Or three. Let's say three. I think at that point, and if I tried to reschedule other things with them, I would feel like, mm, I'm going to leave it in their court. Because yeah. I feel like maybe, I think on an insecure level, I would think, well, you don't want to hang out with me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so then I'm testing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's true. I think you do. I mean, we're all human. I think at some point you do think, like, they probably don't want to hang out with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. If they've rescheduled three times. Well. an effort, so, yeah. Well, this has been very insightful, i got to tell you. You're going to go take this life advice and apply it to your life? No, I kind of already knew this stuff. But uh, when I hear these three S words of like should, sometime, and soon, you guys get that a lot? Because it happens quite a bit. I, it's, it gets harder and harder for me to believe that person. Mm. Like you'll bump into an old friend or whatever, mm. a birthday party, and you're about to leave, but you do like each other. You know that. There's no doubt. But one of you would say... We should get dinner sometime soon. Mm. I don't like that. Right? Should sometime soon. These are all death words. You know what I do when someone says that? I just go, when? I think that's good. Yeah. Then you see the truth on their face. (laughs) Oh, right. Right? 
but then then there's that like uh, you kind of have to give the benefit of the doubt the first the first time because their answer would be when I say when they'd be like I'll let you know Mm. Uh, oh it's like another blow off well I don't want to be cynical right off the bat but Mm. I'll just give them that one shot Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think people have to lose that term from their vocabulary because absolutely which one and i've tried i've i've made it an i've made an effort not to throw out false invites yeah like let's hang out soon yeah so we should get dinner sometime no yeah Oh, sometimes soon yeah yeah (laughs) sometimes soon what does that mean why don't we we have our phones we can plan a date right now yeah there you go exactly uh, yeah, so it does bring up the doubt of, like, do half of our friends just have poor memory? Mm. Like, it's a mental disease? Mm. Or they just don't care. Mm. They care. Not enough. So you got to watch out. Right. So this might apply into your dating, because when you're looking for that baseball player who's a Christian and kind, <laughs> you might baseball land on player. something. Yeah, baseball. I was asking somebody the other day, where do you meet baseball players? At Ah, Dodger Stadium, hello. Actually, I gotta say no to the baseball player thing. What, really? Mm. They are chunky. Well. (laughs) They chew. True. What? Not all of them. They're chunky. There's There's gotta be some good Christian baseball players. No, that's for sure, but they're big boned. Mm. It'd slow you down, Chris. They're little players. I actually wouldn't mind a big boned, because then... So you could do some wild tricks? No, that makes me feel <laughs> tinier. <laughs> like losing weight kind of Yeah, thing? like if you date a like, really ripped guy, you guys, this is obviously some like... I've been self, with ripped guys. Self-image issues. You're right, I do feel tiny around ripped guys. <laughs> and no. I work out extra hard. Like if you, I'm saying it's not, that makes me feel more insecure if I'm with a guy who's like always at the gym and has six packs. It's true. And I'm like, oh, you have to compete. I can't keep true. up with you. Yeah, yeah. this is true. <laughs> but he has to be clear that he likes you the way you are off the bat. What if there's that? What if he says that to you? Then maybe that would give me the confidence that he doesn't care what and my yet body he gets looks big, like. And yet he gets bigger and bigger. Yeah, and yet he looks yeah. more ripped every day. Oh, He's dear. like one of those couples that work out together. He's part of that. Oh, boy. And they have their own Instagram page. Oh, God. Stop. They my part of this now? Stop. Together. You're making me sick. I know. It's disgusting. Okay. Well, I'm going to wrap this up. So, yeah, um, It got hot. You're right. Okay. What's it's going so on with season two? I would love to make a season two, but for, for uh, I guess, career purposes, we feel like the smart thing to do is to make a pilot presentation so that we can prove that the short series can be a full half hour series okay yeah yeah you you wrote it already we have a lot of episode ideas and we we have a a pitch we have a full pitch so we've definitely gone that to that step of figuring out the other characters and are you guys going to direct this yourselves these 15 minutes I'd love to direct at some point, but I think this won't be the one because we want it to be mm-hmm. perfect. Not perfect. You can say That's perfect. too much pressure. Yeah. <laughs> too much pressure for me. But we want it to be... Yeah, we want it to be yeah. really good, and I don't think it's a good idea to, like, test out my directing skills, you know? You have skills? Same. <laughs> right? Same, yeah. So, if anyone's listening, it sounds like Jenna and Kristen are auditioning directors for this. When do, you, <laughs> when do you want to shoot? 
Well, in January we would yeah. start the campaign, so we'd probably want to shoot spring, mm-hmm. maybe, of next year. That late? Oh. Hey, if we if we make our we make well, our maybe money. we gotta uh, we gotta change our goals. <laughs> Can you tell our listeners how much you guys are seeking? Twenty thousand thousand dollars American dollars. <laughs> yes. Okay, so season two next year we're gonna shoot it together and release it at the Great. same time. We're gonna yeah. pitch it to the studios and the networks, and one yeah. of these assholes will buy it, right? That's For right. Three yeah. million dollars. Exactly. And That's right. gonna, what we're And they're gonna give you a, a sixty episode. Deal. Yes. And Cameron Faye is going to write at least one of those episodes. Yeah, I still don't know who that guy is. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. I only see him in my dreams. So <laughs> I want to thank Kristen Erickson, Jenna Finler. <laughs> Finler. Finler. You have a very Finley. long name. Which well, is it? Finley Moller. Finley is actually my middle name now, but people know me as Jenna Finley, so it's like my transition. I'm going to call you Finn. Call me. That's fine. Okay. That's actually my husband's uh, dad's name. Finn. Mm-hmm. Great. There's that. Yeah. All right. Information. Thank you, Kristen. <laughs> thank you, Jafin. <laughs> Jafin one. Jafin one. Well, thank you guys for coming and doing this podcast. Yeah. I, I look Thanks forward for having to. Us. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not done. Okay. I, I look Shit. forward to. I look forward to the future episodes. It's going to happen in 2019. And it's, it's really nice to meet fellow dreamers who are doing something delusional and crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's what we love, right? That's right. Okay. Good night. Good night. Thanks, Billy Moon.